0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of chatting about God. Now, if you recall, in the last episode, we talked about praying and how to pray. And I only touched on a few of the ways to pray, the most common ones. Now, when, when we pray in the Bible, in Ephesians 6, 18, it tells us, pray in the spirit at all times. And on every occasion, Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So it tells us to pray at all times and on every occasion. So it doesn't mean that we only pray on Sunday when we go to church or when we're going to sleep at night. You can pray any time of the day. So for instance, if I have a problem during the day and I don't know how to solve it, I will go to God and I will just say a quick, simple prayer, God, I don't know what to do here with this decision. Can you help me give me some ideas? And you pray and you tell him. And and also if you're feeling sick, you pray. When you're not feeling well, all of a sudden, you, uh, you know, there will be times when I get stomach cramps or headaches and I'll pray. There, there are times you have to understand that I would go and take uh, two aspirins or two Tylenols and then later on realized, you know what, I should have prayed first. Then I wouldn't have all those chemicals in my body, right? Because there were times when I remembered and I prayed first and the headache or the cramps actually went away without the medication. So you should try um, t- praying first before you take your medication. And you should all, always pray When you feel hurt or if somebody hurt your feelings or they offended you, you're not going to talk back and and offend them back. That's a a mistake that I always make as well. When when somebody offends me or yells at me or says something mean to me, I tend to want to yell back and say back the same things to them to hurt them. But that's not what God wants us to do. He wants us to go away, walk away, and pray about it. And pray. And tell God to make you feel better. Pray for the other person who hurt you. Because most of the time, the other person who hurt you or, or said those mean things are actually hurting themselves. So hurt people hurt people. Okay, Hurting people hurt people. People who are hurting, they hurt others too. And if you if you know that someone that you love is suffering, you should pray for them. If if they're sick, if they're if they're feeling depressed or discouraged, we always pray for these people because a lot of times they don't know how to pray for themselves. And remember when when I told you yesterday in the episode that um, that's praying intercession prayer, where you pray you pray for somebody. So when, when other people who, who are, whether they're Christian or not, some, sometimes people don't pray. We, we can pray for them. If we know we can, we can, um, go between them and God and ask God to help them. But, um, now what, what I'm going to talk about today are some obstacles to prayer. Now, a lot of times people will pray and they can pray for you months and years and their prayers may not be answered. It could be because there are things blocking it. Things that are happening to you to in your life. Those are called ob- obstructions, obstructions to prayer. So if you have these types of obstructions in your life, there will be times when God won't answer your prayer. So let's let's figure out <clears throat> Let's find out what are some of these um, these obstacles or these holdbacks in your lives. So the first thing is, obviously, if you don't pray, you're not going to get any answers. Even though God knows that um, something is going on in your life and, and something bad is happening. But still, you have to pray about it. Um, in James chapter four, verse two, it says that you do not have because you do not ask. I mean, that's, I'm just simplifying it, but that's, but you can, if you want to know the exact scripture, you can look it up in James, um, chapter four, verse two. So if you don't, if you don't ask, obviously God's not going to give it to you. All right. So that's the first obstacle to prayer. The second one is if you don't, if you have, some, if you have someone that you still haven't forgiven, now I can I will go into another episode about forgiveness, but God has told us that's one of the things that God has asked us to do is to forgive other people. Now, the reason why we have to forgive other people is not because that person didn't do wrong. They may have wronged you in in many ways and and harmed you in a lot of ways. But the thing is, if we forgive somebody, we're actually doing ourselves a favor. And we're letting go of all that anger and and all that sadness and all the things that are building up or have built up in you. If you let go of it and you say, you know, you tell God, God, I've I've forgiven so and so for doing all these things to me. Please help me to forgive. It will take a while. I mean depending on how bad that person has harmed you or hurt you, it may take a, a long time before all that forgiveness and that that mentality of of, of 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 not liking that person. It takes a while. So keep asking God to forgive you. Uh, not forgive you to forgive to help you forgive the other person. You have to keep asking God for that. Okay. So the next thing is praying outside of God's will. Now, when you pray outside of God's will, it means that you're praying something that God probably doesn't want to do in your life or can't do in your life at this point Um, it's something that you don't really need sometimes we we ask for things that we really don't need and and only God knows whether you actually have that need or not and sometimes it may be that you do need it but it will take a while for God to give it to you because perhaps at that moment you can't have it whatever reason so If you're praying outside of God's will at that moment, your, your prayers may not be answered. So it really depends on the timing as well. All right. Another, uh, obstacle to, to prayer, if, if they, if you don't get them answered is lack of boldness. If you're not bold enough, if you're only asking God, Oh God, I know, I know that, you know, um. You, you can do good things, but I don't know if you will do them for me. That's not asking God. You have to be confident and have faith in God and say, God, I know that you say in your word that we, we can ask and we can ask boldly. And I'm going to ask you for this thing. But if this thing is not good for me, or it's not appropriate for me, then by all means, don't give it to me. But you have to ask boldly. You can't say, oh, but God, I know, you know, I know you probably can do great things, but I don't know if you'll do this for me. That's, that's like being a chicken. So that's not going to work with God. You have to be bold about it. Okay. Now the next thing is sin. Now sin can be anything that you do that's not appropriate to God. Okay. So it could be anything like gambling, you know, um, cursing or or, or um, doing something bad, Ill- illegal. So it depends on what kind of sin. And if you refuse to deal with it and you refuse to repent and ask God for forgiveness, then whatever you're praying, other things that you're praying for, it's not going to work. Because God, you already have sin in your life. Now, that's going to hold you back from God is not going to answer those prayers. If you have sinned that you're not asking for forgiveness of. Okay, so that's another one. Um, If you're praying with the wrong motives, meaning if you're selfish, And you want to, you want to pray and and you want to seek revenge and you want to manipulate and control other people. And you say, Oh God, I want you to, um, can you, can you please punish so-and-so and and not give him this good thing? Because he, in the past, he did this and this to me. If you're praying with these bad motives and asking God to hurt somebody or if you're selfish and say God I want all this money let me win the lottery and, and all that that's all selfishness and and that's greediness God will not grant those wishes he it's, he's, he's not a genie so he's not going to grant wishes he is a god so he will do things for you if they go according to the bible they go according to his word and according to his will and if they're appropriate and necessary for you. Okay, so the next one is if you feel doubt and you don't believe, that means like you don't have enough faith. Like you can go pray. I can pray for something. Let's say I want to pray for a new job. And I say, oh God, I, I, I pray and I know you're going to give me this new job. Um... It's it's something I really want, and and I know God it's right for me. And God, if I if you know it's right for me, you give it to me. Now, after you are praying all that and you're you're believing and you have faith, right? But then you go out, or you go get on the phone and you talk to your friend, and you, you and your friend says, well, how's that job hunting going? And then you say, well, I don't know. I don't really know if I'm gonna get it. I mean, I'm sure there are other people who are better than me. I don't know. That's doubting. That's not believing. You should actually say, well, you know what? It's in God's hands now. I don't know what's going to happen, but if God feels that this job is right for me, then he's going to give it to me. That's having faith, okay? Now, when you're doubting, it's your prayers are not going to work. So it's like double, um, you have a, a positive and a negative, right? When you have a positive and a negative in math, what does it become? A negative. So obviously it's not going to work. Another thing is if you're worried and you're anxious, okay? So when you're worried about something, that's not having faith. When you're anxious, that's not having faith and trust. Because uh, worry and anxiousness are actually the opposite of faith and trust. Now, if you're worried about something and you pray about it and then still keep worrying about it, it's not going to work. So let's say you have... um, Let's say a mother, a mother, has a child, and, and she has um, some problems with her child. Maybe he's not listening to her, he's not getting his homework done. And so she, she, um, she prays about him, and she prays to God and says and tells God you know to please help him and, and make him be better. But if she continues after the, after her prayer to continue worrying, like, oh my goodness, God, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why he's doing this, please. And you keep worrying and worrying, your prayers are not going to be answered. Once you pray, you're actually giving all that worriness and that anxiousness to God. And you're letting go of all of that stuff. And you're going to let him take care of it. That's what praying is. You're You're telling him and then you're letting go of it and you're saying God it's in your hands you you know best you know what's best you you know the the future you know what's going to happen so i'm going to let you take care of it and once you let go of it god can go to work because if you you keep praying and then you keep worrying and you, and you keep doing all these things that I've just said about uh, op- these obstacles and these holdbacks, then your prayers are not going to work because you're doing a, a negative. So you're doing like a positive and a negative, right? So you're, you're going opposite ways. All right. So that's another one. And if you have a lot of pride, right? If you're very prideful, right? God likes us to be humble. He likes us to be humble. And if you have a lot of pride in you and you are always saying, oh yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the best, you know, I, I can do things without God and, you know, and God, God, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better than God. Or you say that, um, I'm going to do it myself. I don't want God to help me. I don't think, I don't think, you know, God will want to help me in this case or blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's considered pride. If you humble yourself to God and say, God, you know, I know you know, this is a problem for me. I know I have a lot of pride and, and, but God, if you will help me with this particular situation, then, then please do, please help me. And if you, if you don't have that pride and you, you are humble, then God will help you. Okay. So don't have so much pride. You have to step down a bit. Don't pride. Pride will is a big obstacle to prayer. All right. And then one more thing is the lack of gratitude, meaning that if you're not grateful, you're not thankful for what you have or what you already have, if if God has given you so, so many things and so much, and you're not even grateful for it, and you're always complaining, and you're always saying negative things, then why should God give you new stuff or, or better stuff? Because you're going to end up complaining about that as well. So you have to have gratitude for everything that you have. If you don't have gratitude and you're not thankful and grateful for all the things and all the people in your life, then God is not going to grant your prayers. So basically those were the obstacles to prayer. All right. And if you want, you can listen back to my other episode about how to pray and what are the types of prayer and then and then Listen back to these, um, the obstacles to prayer and what will make your prayers not work. Now, just remember that you can pray anytime, anywhere. It doesn't have to be only on Sundays at church. Anytime, in your kitchen, in your bathroom, in your bedroom. Every everywhere and anywhere on the street, waiting for the subway. If you have something to say to God and you have a request, you do it. It could come from your heart. You can be. It could be um, voiceless. You don't have to say it out loud. I mean, if you do murmur it, it's fine too. I mean, these days people talk to themselves on the street. If you're murmuring and you're saying a prayer, people probably think you're on the phone anyway because everybody has it in their ears now, right? So it doesn't matter. So. Wherever and whenever you feel that you need to pray, you pray. If you feel like, oh my goodness, there's this crazy guy on the subway. God, do something. Either get me off this train or or make him stop. Make him feel better. A lot of times, I I if I see like this mentally disturbed person or you know somebody going nuts on the train, I would pray for them. Or if I see one one time, I saw this person who was. You know, going crazy. So I I silently, in my mind, I prayed for that person, and little by little, he calmed down. I don't know, you know, whether he calmed down on his own or whether God really heard my prayers. But I still pray. And there was another time where I saw this lady sitting across from me on the subway crying. I saw her tears coming down. I I mean, I, I I'm not a person to go up to a stranger and ask them what's wrong, but So that's when I prayed. And I prayed for her and I asked God to help her, whatever's her problem, you know, help her. I know she's probably very upset or sad. Something must have happened. God heal her, give her peace, give her comfort. So those are also times you can pray. So praying is is actually very good, anytime, anywhere, all right? So at the end of this um, episode... There is a salvation prayer. If you need to say something, if you need to, um, if you need to, um, seek God, seek God and seek Jesus, and you want to know Jesus as your savior, you can say the salvation prayer and follow along and repeat it, right? If you're not ready, by all means, listen to the next episodes. And you're going to, you're going to feel so strongly about God that I, I, I know that you're going to want Jesus to be your Savior. All right, so thank you for listening today, and God bless you. Okay, so here's the salvation prayer. So repeat after me. I'll stop after each line, and you can repeat after me. Father God, I love you. I come to you today in faith. Asking you to forgive my sins. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died on the cross for me. You shed your innocent blood for me. You took my place and all the punishment that I deserved. I believe you died and were buried and on a third day you rose from the dead. Death could not hold you. You have conquered Satan and taken the keys of hell and death away from him. I believe you did all of this for me because you love me. I want to be a Christian. I want to serve you all the days of my life. I want to learn how to live the new life that you have promised me. I receive you now, Jesus, and I give myself to you. Take me just the way I am and make me what you want me to be. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and teach me everything I need to know. Now I believe that I am saved and I have been born again and I will go to heaven when I die. Father God, I am going to enjoy my journey and live for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer, please let me know so that I can rejoice with you and congratulate you on your wonderful journey with God. God bless you.